right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and checking out all things Division Three soccer with Simple Coach and Jackie. I am Simple Coach. And Jackie. Particular, I want to say thanks for tuning in to Around D3, program where Jackie tells me to say what what and what to cover, news um, from around Division Three soccer. So, have an exciting show uh, this week, or this episode, because I don't do it weekly, but um, I'm not 60 minutes yet. Um, so, want to talk about some coaching changes and openings that uh, sort of been culling through and that you see announcements of since tis the season. Um, I had a chance a week ago or so to a couple weeks ago to connect with Matt Bear, founder of Division Three Soccer. So I have a clip and um, uh, for you to hear. Great guy, great resources for you going through the recruiting nightmare. And um, I, I'll give you some some sporadic updates and uh, some good news for this. Um, uh, Holy Easter weekend. So, um, yeah. All right. So let's get rolling. Okay. So first up, I wanted to talk to you about a conversation I had with Matt Bear, the founder of uh, uh, DiscoverCollegeSoccer.com. Um, I had a great, great talk with him. Uh, he's doing a lot of great things, especially his insights for from a recruiting perspective. So if you're a student athlete looking to play in college, um, he pretty much has really gotten a lot of information directly from coaches and developed a program uh, that uh, you as a student athlete could subscribe to. So um, I'm just going to play you a quick clip from that interview somewhere here, here, or there. I will, um, I'll put a link. And yeah, uh, hopefully you can watch the interview. Uh, and in fact, if you go if you go to the Discover underscore CS Twitter account, which is which is our Twitter account, I posted a, a thread I think on Sunday, and it was kind of the, some some top things that that I've garnered, and and just a couple I guess I'll go over right now. One would be, you know, it an average roster across all divisions is in is around twenty eight to thirty two. So just imagine they're bringing in, on average, seven to eight kids a class. Now, obviously that varies if junior college is a different story, right? Because they yeah, got to yeah. do But But um, do they have, you know, sometimes schools require them to have a developmental team so the roster mm-hmm. size is going to be higher or whatever. There's, this is an average, okay? Please, I know I'm always going to get people, well, no, no, I've seen a roster of 60 or I've seen a roster of 16. Yes, those exist. But on average – it's generally in the 28 to 32 range. So uh, I like to tell people, like, so my daughter's a freshman in high school right now. I say, all right, we'll go look at rosters and see how many freshmen there are because they'll be graduating when you're coming in. Uh, and that's going to tell you roughly how many they're probably going to have to try to replace. Um, now, the transfer portal has thrown all of that on its head because net, what used to be eight in a class and it was all going to be freshmen is now – eight in a class, three are transfers, five are freshmen. But then the sophomore class, junior class, just lost a couple because they transferred out. So it's it's not an exact science, but at least gives you a good idea. 
So as I mentioned, if you are the recruit, uh, you are a student athlete uh, looking to play in college soccer, uh, probably the resource I've been most impressed with is discovercollegesoccer.com, founded by uh, who I, someone who I consider a great friend of this show, uh, Matt Bear. Um, he's taken you know information from 150 different plus interviews that he's done over the last year or so and created a program that a student athlete uh, can manage their recruiting process in a self-directed way but have all the tools and the guidance at the at the ready so it's a subscription model you can subscribe uh, monthly there is an annual uh, subscription and a lifetime subscription so um you know like i mentioned he's a great friend uh my goal in this is to get um get a discovercollegesoccer.com hat so i am here uh, giving my full endorsement for what he does um i will say uh, an added bonus is if you subscribe to the annual subscription or the lifetime subscription and you use discount code simple as in simple coach uh, you can get you'll be eligible for 20 percent discount on the subscription fee so again that discount code is simple and it entitles you to 20 percent discount which these days take anything you can get all right so in previous around d3 episodes i've talked about a couple instances where economics demographics competition um, have had a negative impact on a couple schools uh, namely finlandia uh, in michigan and casanobia in um, in new york now having said that i find we finally heard some good news um, it's a tumultuous time for colleges and universities, especially as they're, you know, in, you know, in a lot of cases, declining enrollments. But, but, it is an Easter miracle. Um, according to division, to D3Ticker.com, I'm sorry, D3Ticker.com, Birmingham Southern, which was on the brink of closing its doors, has announced that they will rem remain open. And I'm gonna read you a segment from, again, d3ticker.com. Birmingham Southern will remain open after securing close to 46 million in pledges and donations as BSC, Birmingham Southern College, continues to work to get its endowment to 200 million with Board of Trustees Chair Thompson noting. We've been working closely with our allies in state and local government to secure bridge funding. President Coleman says the college is working to hire faculty and staff to ensure that we are delivering the full BSC experience this fall. Adding BSC will go public with the public phase of its fundraising campaign soon. State legislators are still mulling the possibility of assisting BSC, although no bills are currently on the table. 
So what's interesting, I mean, this is great news, right? Like fantastic news. Um, I have a soccer program. I actually reached out to the coaches for interviews. Uh, hopefully we'll get something there, um, give them some recognition. I saw on Twitter they were like, we keep rolling or something like that, which was really cool to see. So that's exciting news. Uh, again, especially when you're on the brink of closing your doors to suddenly make an about face. Um, it, it is amazing, and I don't think people realize, or maybe they do, maybe they don't. And I watched, I read something, there's an NIA school, I think it's Iowa Wesleyan, that was is going to close its doors, uh, unfortunately. And um, they had done an economic impact study, and they say annually a small school, and I think that Iowa Wesleyan was under a 1,000 students. Um, you know, brings like $50 million in revenue a year to to a town. So in a lot of instances, these places are not only great um, destinations for, for people because of the college or because of the university, but they have a healthy economic impact on the local communities that, they, that they're in. So it's not just about... Um, you know, keeping kids around and being able to give them, get them a degree and, you know, be there and not close down. It's also about what it does to the vibrancy of a, of a community and what happens when that goes away. So shout out to Birmingham Southern soccer, men's and women's soccer. I will, you're on my radar now for good or ill. Um, and I'm uh, just really excited for that, for that bit of news. So totally unrelated to Division Three soccer is uh, a plug and a shout out as a proud uncle to Sean Oliu, uh, who's a musician in California. And as of this recording, later this evening, he is opening at the Ryman Theater in Nashville, Tennessee for Leanne Rhymes. And so I'm um, super excited for that. Uh, hopefully I'll get some videos, some pictures. But um, you too can enjoy enjoy Sean Oliu as a musician because he's also just released his first song on Spotify called Queen of Hearts. And I am going to try to play it. So I thought that was pretty cool that um, when I got all things Division Three soccer on, on Spotify, I thought that was really cool. But this is way, way cooler. 
Again, that's Sean Oliu's first song released on Spotify. Um, Queen of Hearts. Check it out. Okay, just a couple of housekeeping items from Simple Coach HQ. Um, just, uh, I mentioned this a few times, and it's a plug, shameless plug, shameless, shameless. Um, not only can you watch this on YouTube, but you can also go over to Rumble and uh, see content there that uh, I'm giving it a whirl. You know, try it, why not? Also, I'm into podcasting, so all of this, all these shows that uh, you get to see on YouTube or Rumble are also available on uh, most podcasting platforms. Um, give it a listen. Had a great, great conversation the other day uh, with Corey Kirk on um, at uh, Muskegon University, the new men's soccer coach, and he mentioned to me that uh, he spends about an hour in a car, a car each way um, to get to Muskegon and he's often listened to the podcast. So, very cool. I'd also throw in, don't forget Goals TV, another platform I'm on, but probably more importantly, Goals TV is a pretty unique soccer experience, covers everything about the game, including video games stuff that is not me, but um, just wanted to give a shout out to those folks and um, what they're doing and obviously the support they uh they they provide in the coming weeks i'll be doing uh some more interviews simple coach to coach interviews hopefully you guys are are enjoying that um it's a little tricky right now because of the spring seasons folks are tremendously busy so i don't want to be that guy constantly um bothering them but uh, i constantly bother them so um i have a few coming up um Brad Bankhead at uh, uh, Hardin-Simmons in Texas. Um, and who else do I have? I have somebody else. I can't remember. Um, and I, I, just so you know, you might see me on your at your at your school doing some fields of dreams. You know, can you say Delaware Valley University? Keene University, Centenary University, getting exciting, look for me, look for the hat. So I mentioned at the start, tis the season, right? You're starting to see a lot of announcements for head coaches filling in spots that have been opened up um, since the fall, and there's you know, this isn't just a professional thing where coaches come and go. It also happens in in, in Division Three, and um, I'm not saying I have a complete list, but you know, I counted so far 17 newly named head coaches. Now, like I said, it's not probably not reflective of all of them. It's hard to track, to be quite honest, unless I see it on. Uh, on anti-social media, but I just wanted to give a sample of these appointments. Um, it's pretty, pretty interesting where folks are coming from, where they're going. Makes you, makes you. Um, again, I'm, I'm really into the coaching tree, so thinking about who, who, who is part of uh, a coach's tree. 
Um, but so the the first one, and no coach has been named, is Randolph College. Brian O'Connor stepped down after a year for personal reasons, so um, uh, they haven't named a coach. Newman University, Eric Temple is new head coach. Uh, he was a former assistant. And a former head coach at Madison College, junior college, uh, Tim Bruner has taken the helm at Edgewood College. So somebody who I I kind of know indirectly, Johnny Raj, who is a former assistant at Fairfield University, Division One Fairfield University, uh, has taken over at Mount St. Vincent in New York. You may have seen this. Corey Kirk, former Ohio Wesleyan assistant coach, has taken the head men's job at Muskegon University. Um, and Edward Car Carty? Car Carty? Car Carty? <laughs> um, uh, former Trinity University, Texas assistant coach, has been appointed to the Claremont Mud Scripps head coaching job. So um, um, hopefully putting last year's troubles behind them. He's starting fresh, the program's starting fresh, and um, yeah, wish him all the best. Kevin Bremer, who is the assistant coach, is now the interim head coach at Haverford College. Uh, hopefully he can right the ship there a little bit. They had a pretty rough go uh, this past fall. And then um, former associate head coach at Gustavus Adolphus, um, Tyler Olive at, is going to Hamline University. I mentioned earlier, Brad Bankhead heading to Hardin-Simmons, comes from University um, of Mary Har Hardin-Baylor. Uh, from what I understand, this is like Luis Figo going from Barcelona to Real Madrid. But I, I don't know who's Barcelona and who's Real Madrid. Um, I'm actually scheduled to speak with him, I think, this week or maybe next week. I can't remember. Um, so uh, I'll fig I'll find that one out. Going over to Alma College, Alistair Nesby, who is an assistant at Wabash, Wabash, um, uh, is taken over there um, for a depart. I think that's no, that was Steve McC. So, sorry, I'm rambling. But um, at Loris, Sam Koenig, who came from University of Wisconsin-Platteville, is taking over there for departed Steve McCarthy, um, who uh, is taking over the reins at DePaul University. And I reached out to him as well, and I'm hoping we can connect. Both... U Wisconsin Platteville programs, the uh, men's and women's, have taken their assistant coach and made them head coaches. So for the women, it's Eliza Denmead, uh, new head coach. And then a Purple Raider, uh, Mount Union Purple Raider alum, Jesse Tierney, I think I got that right, is now the men's head coach again at Platteville. Platteville. And I actually reached out to both of those because I like the I like new coaches, right? Like new head coaches and try to pick their brains. So hopefully we'll get something there. Um, former Widener head coach Danny Blank has taken over for the legendary um, the legendary women's 
program at the College of New Jersey. Uh, Rutgers, Newark women, Nate Gallardi, I don't know, uh, who comes from Division II Caldwell University, has taken over the reins there as well. And then finally, the 17th of the 17 uh, new head coaches that I've seen, um, Susan Brink, uh, Denison University, and comes off a pretty spectacular um, season at Trinity um, in Connecticut as an assistant coach there. So those are the new head coaches. I'm Like I said, I'm sure I missed some, um, but um, yeah, I just wanted to give shout outs to those folks and check your emails because probably a lot of you have uh, have gotten something from me as I was putting this list together. I was like, yeah, oh, well, let's do that one. Let's do that one. So, but that's not done. That's not done. Um, there are still a bunch of open spots. So, um, that uh, I, I sort of went through the job board. I used to do a year ago or so last season, I did a, you know, like a monthly or a weekly thing on jobs, but it just got to be um, too much of a pain to keep track of who did I mention. And so I just, I skipped it, but figured I would do that here. Um, so, uh, so if you, if you're happen to be a university of Wisconsin stout, they're looking for a men's coach. Buena Vista University is looking for a women's coach. University of New England, also a women's coach. I mentioned Randolph. They've hired um, an uh, interim coach, but they're looking for a head men's coach. Uh, Bryn Mawr is looking for a women's coach. King's College is looking for a men's coach. Adrian College and Washington and Jefferson Colleges are looking for head women's coaches and then finally the last of it is Haverford College is looking for uh, a men's coach as I mentioned earlier so that's nine so in total what you're seeing is 26 and like I said by by no means did I capture everybody I'm sure I did injustice here but um I, I you know there's a lot of um it's quite a bit of movement, right? 400 some odd schools, and right there you've gotten 17 and 9, 26. What did I miss? Another 10, 36. You know, let's say 50 that I'm not seeing uh, total uh, movement, openings, and new hires. I mean, that's 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 pretty significant. So, uh, you know, 10% every year, I guess. Maybe that's maybe this is a trend. I don't know, um, but. Um, yeah, wish all those new coaches all the best with their programs. And like I said, check your emails because you might be on my radar. Okay, so that wraps it up for today. Quick and dirty. Um, I keep track of this news when I think I reach a critical mass or I get an idea. Um, then um, that's when I uh, roll out another episode of Round D3. couple things uh, before I go. One is... You know, it matters for me, so uh, that's why I'm saying it. Uh, it is uh, Easter weekend, um, you know, the whole, one of the holiest of the holies for, for, for Catholics, a lot of denominations, but um, particularly um, for, for me and my family, um, a significant time of the year. So um, whether you, you believe or you don't believe, what have you, I just want you to know that the bottom of my heart, wishing you a blessed and um, Easter um, and
find some peace in the chaotic world that we live in these days. Um, that was the, the good one, and hopefully this extends to the next news. Um, it is, I'm recording this, like I said, on Easter weekend, the Thursday, Friday of the, this following week. So the 13th, um, unfortunately, the chief dog officer, Jackie, is going under the knife. Uh, she has a number of little health issues that we're trying to resolve, and the um, uh, the her vet um, said that it's probably best if they just do surgery. So it's not obvious from the last comment about it being um, you know wishing you a blessed Easter. Um, as so, as someone who believes in the power of pl prayer, um, I will gladly, and I'm sure Jack Jackie does. Take your higher power supplications for a good outcome for Jackie. I'm sure it's not going. It's. It, I'm sure it'll turn out well, but um, you just never know. So, any good thoughts, vibes that you could send to that beautiful little lady there in the chair would be um, very much appreciated. In the meantime. Thanks for following. Thanks for checking out the channel. Thanks for your emails. Um, they are they they mean the world to me. Um, do appreciate uh, you taking the time and watching and tuning into this episode of Around D Three. Later. If you like this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can also find me on anti-social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks. This is a message from my team.